0: You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Not So Newlywed Podcast. Brought to you by the Flawless Noises Media Network. I'm on half of your co-host Candice, and you can find me on all social media at Not so PC As usual, I'm joined by my better half and my co-host Michael. You can find him on Twitter at Brilliant Dumb D U M underscore E. Um, I like
0: this I don't have to like Introduce myself and shit I'm feeling this Yeah We need to do this more often That's what we need to do more often Right
1: Right 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 (laughs) So we hope you missed us We hope you had a good Thanksgiving Before we get into the show I just want to remind you guys That Flawless Noises Is having a live showcase uh, In February February 29th 2020 In Atlanta, Georgia your, some of your favorite co-hosts will be there, Bree from Mama Meets World, Gary from Mystic Moments, myself, Curtis, and Jeremy of Ratchet Ramblings, Mike in London will be there, Mama White Diamonds will be there. If you can, you can hear London in the background, Being Wild is All Outdoors, and we might have some other surprises for guests, the co-hosts that might be able to make it. Um so get your live get your tickets $25 comes to 29.95 with the uh um Eventbrite fees and come see us come hang out with your people come get these laughs word yeah ex- ex- experience us <laughs> experience us <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> So we're going to go ahead and have it to the show. I know y'all probably going to be like, didn't y'all just do the Let's Talk About Sex series? But as I was thinking about it, I realized that we talked about sex, but not actual sex, if that makes sense. We talked about misconceptions regarding um, male and female sexuality. We talked about having progressive conversations with your children as they start to reach the age of maturity and sexual curiosity we talked about uh consensual non-monogamy say hi say hi Hi. um we talked about (laughs) consensual non-monogamy but we we didn't actually really discuss Mm. sex and things relating to sex
0: yeah it's more so i feel like we've touched on all the mental aspects yeah uh, of what comes with sex right like just state of mind being in the moment um also learning about it for the first time and how to teach it to someone for the first time so it's like we kind of covered all the bases mentally and at this point Uh we can kind of Get into a little bit more of the physical aspect of sex and maybe some of the misconceptions that happened in that area.
1: Yeah. And so with today's episode, though, we want to talk about the physical part of it, Um, mainly um, sex toys, a lot of the myths and stigmas pertaining to use of sex toys with your partner. Um, because when most people think of sex toys, they think about it. You you use it to masturbate when you're by yourself, um, and there's a lot of stigma surrounding use of sex toys with your partner in the bedroom. And I want to discuss that because um, what I think is the is a huge problem is a lot of adults really have been socialized to believe a lot of untruths relating to sex and within that realm is um, how women experience pleasure, how men can experience pleasure um, with use of sex toys. So I want to get into that. So first things first, it's important for us to reiterate that majority of women do not um, orgasm from penetration and that's to no fault of a lot of men it's just it might the be way, to some fault to some fault yeah <laughs> um but but it's n- it's more of how again how we've been socialized to think about sex and that if a woman does not orgasm from penetration something is wrong with her or something is wrong with him when um it could just be from
0: lack of knowledge like you may not know this person's body well right she may not know her own body well yeah like none of those things are negatives in the sense to how you perform
1: now staying in that mindset mind state is negative as hell but taking the time to learn what's what with not just your body um, but your partner's body, it could be very beneficial. Um, a lot of times, when first of all, a lot of people do not un- know or understand the G-spot in that the G-spot is tied directly to the clitoris for women. So even if she does not have orgasms via penetration, she can still have an orgasm with clitoral stimulation. That's where we start to get into sex toys for women. There are so many types of sex toys that will allow a woman to experience very pleasurable penetration and clitoral stimulation, and the both of them will come together and give her amazing orgasms, right? Right. Because you're stimula- stimulating it on the outside and I, on the inside. I
0: just want y'all to take note that uh, Candace is doing all the talking. <laughs> so, like, I, I don't know nothing about this. This, this is all Candace's realm here. About... I'm just here to learn and maybe add, you know, my I mean, little two cents I, here I and did, there. I,
1: you know, over the years, I've had to do my homework just for the sake of knowing my own body and being able to have control over my own pleasure. Mm. Um, because, it's you know, I had sex education in high school, but it wasn't mm. specifically... wasn't sex education. It, it, it wasn't talking about... How to have orgasms mm-hmm. or what you know. Sex
0: education for us when we was in school was abstinence.
1: Yeah, abstinence, and you got ovaries, you got and you have a baby tubes, you have and you'll you know, have a baby. The, the pieces to the vagina, you but can not... get
0: an STD. Yeah, like it wasn't. It wasn't extensive um, education. Yeah, it on... wasn't.
1: It wasn't positive education, and there to help young men and women learn their bodies as well as each other's bodies so that when they do embark on sex they have pleasurable experiences so i've had to do my own research and figure out my own body because for a lot of years i was having really terrible sex and it was because i didn't know what i did or did not like i was just going with what the man was doing um don't and do we that. had no
0: idea what we was doing just don't. to be <laughs> uh, don't do that, okay just to be perfectly don't honest don't do that.
1: Get to know your body, get to, you know, do and, and and understand you can be vocal, okay? You can be super vocal with what you like and don't like. Well, you, and
0: when you should be. So yeah. not that you can can just be vocal, but you should be vocal.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So that's that's one thing. And with that, um if, if you are doing things A healthy way You discover sex toys On your own um, And then Hopefully if you get with a partner That is uh, Health Is sex positive And has healthy sexual habits You can explore it with them But for a lot of men and women That's not true Even when we think about sex toys with For men You know like fleshlights And you know, uh, all those kind of things. We think of
0: what? Like perverts, deviants. Perverts, deviants.
1: deviants you Even
0: with some fetishes virgin, and shit like that, they do
1: that. You you ain't getting no pussy, so you using stuff like that. Yeah, and the yeah. thing is, that's ugly. And we see women do that to men. And we see men uh, have a lot of these stigmas about women using sex toys. And one of them, so we're going to get into some myths um, it's funny where I found this article, but it just is what it is. So, <laughs> I was Googling um, myths about vi- vibrators. Yeah, And AARP <laughs> has, um, hey. they have a website with a lot of different uh, categories. And mm, one of them is topics. Sex and Intimacy. And so, they had an article um, titled Six Daddy? Myths About Vibrators. <laughs> the so, range. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Daddy, Papa. Myth one. Daddy, Papa, Myth one. Vibrators are for Papa, lonely please. losers. Um, Papa, the truth is one third Papa, of American please. women use vibrators. Um, and women in relationships are Papa. more likely to use vibrators than are single women. Um, users likewise span the economic spectrum. And it's a lot of the bullshit to think only lonely people only lonely women use vibrators. Right. First things first. Every day in your in your relationship or marriage is not going to be no having sex like wild rabbits type of day. Sometimes you just sometimes, don't feel like sometimes it. Sometimes you don't feel like it and you just want to masturbate and go to sleep. And that's the end of it. So, part of that is accepting the fact that being in a relationship, being married does not mean that your partner does not enjoy masturbation, mm-hmm. self-stimulation. Right. Okay? It's uh, very unnatural to believe that someone's only source of pleasure will be to, that they can only have sex with you and not self-pleasure. Okay. So, and there's multiple reasons for self-pleasuring. It is not typically tied to negative uh Being in a negative space, like said, sometimes the other person is just tired. uh one person is having health issues and is not, you know, available to be physically intimate. Then that leaves the other person to have to possibly masturbate or whatever the mm -hmm. case may be. It could be just mood too. Like maybe just you know, maybe you
0: just want to masturbate. Like it doesn't really, also doesn't really need to be a specific reason behind it. Like this is that person's. This is that person's body. Um, they have ownership of their own body and yeah. should be able to pleasure themselves as they see fit <laughs> without there being any hindrance from um, a partner, in a sense. Yeah. Or their partner feeling slighted by that, right? It doesn't mean that they don't want you or they don't enjoy right. what they have with you. Yeah. I, I think I think it also... Um, Ties to like just our mental relationships in general. Like, um, I can have a personal relationship with myself and still have a person and still have a relationship with you, yeah, without either of those, you know, coinciding with each other.
1: Absolutely. Which I'm using big words today. Turn me up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, which leads us to the next myth no real man would ever use a vibrator in partner sex. Got some news for you um, A study from the University of Indiana Kenzie's Institute Shows that 45, 45% 45% Of American men Have used vibrators in partner sex At least once 1 in 10 has done so in the past month Again <laughs> If you want to, if, if your goal is for you And your partner to experience Maximum pleasure when y'all are getting intimate It makes absolute sense to know what they want and need to reach that ultimate pleasure plateau, right? Yeah, what they
0: like. It's what it's they... it's not always I always felt like and you know, I'm not like not, not like uh, no sex therapist or anything like that, but I always felt like sex should always be about um pleasing each other. Everybody should be pleased, right? It's yeah. not shouldn't just be one sided. Um, there are things that you may want to try that your partner has never even thought about, but then they try it, and then they really like it now. Yeah. So, I mean, you never know what can happen unless you, uh, like we said at the beginning, just voice kind of voice your opinion about these things. Yeah. And have an open mind as well as kind of getting to know yourself as well. You can't get to know yourself if you do not uh, masturbate, in a sense.
1: Correct. Um, We're going to get a two for one. Um, Two myths. (laughs) If a woman needs a vibrator to orgasm, there's something wrong with her. And if a woman needs a vibrator to orgasm, something is wrong with her man. So, truth. Vibrators simply make it easier for a woman to become aroused and reach orgasm. They also improve a woman's sexual satisfaction. And women who have difficulty with orgasm, are sexually normal they merely require stimulation beyond what fingers and mouths can provide and according to the journal of american the american medical association 25 percent of women are in this situation where vibration helps them to orgasm okay and the other part is that couples should coach each other about what turns them on and men should make love the way women generally prefer which is for a lot of women slowly sensual uh emphasizing playful whole body massages that include genitals but does not fixate on them provided men embrace whole body sensuality there is nothing wrong with them or the way they make love even if women prefer or require a vibrator to attain sexual satisfaction Hmm. Um, the body, the body is a magical wonder, and every every person's body is different. Every person's body uh, may require different types of stimulation in sexual settings. So again, a woman preferring, requiring, loving, liking, having um, stimulating, vibrating toys during sex does not make her sexually abnormal and it does not s- always speak to her partner's inability to bring her to pleasure. Okay. You like that? Yeah, I like you the way you worded today. Yeah, okay. We see who pulling out the toys tonight. <laughs> you know <Yeah>. what? <laughs> but no. <laughs> um, the next, The next myth, which I've heard this a lot and it's funny is that vibrators replace men. You can't replace men. Okay, let's. D- sometimes you, want you may want to, <laughs> but as a whole, um, vibrators for me do not replace um, the full intimate experience that comes with my husband. So, no. So again, it says the truth is no way. Vibrators provide only one thing. They cannot kiss or embrace a woman, warm up the bed, tell a joke. Have intimate conversations. Listen pay to rent either. Listen, listen to triumphs or troubles at the end of the day. So a vibrator does not replace a man. A vibrator does not replace intimacy in a relationship. Never has, never will. If that is what you desire, you can't get that from a vibrator. So that's a huge myth. And it's you got to kind of be a weirdo to even think that's the case uh, to be honest like i've never looked at a sex toy and be like shit fuck these niggas now i'm good like no like if that if my mindset has been fuck these niggas it was that prior to having a vibrator that's just where i'm at in my mental capacity right it has nothing to do with a sex toy in so. my space right now yeah i'm, I'm in my okay <laughs> um <laughs> And lastly, vibrators ruin women for sex when they can't use them. So Wait, this what?
0: ruin women for sex when they can't ruin sex for women when they can't use them. Ruins, is that what they
1: mean? No, like it ruins a woman's ability to enjoy sex. Oh, when okay. she can't, when she if she doesn't use one. And okay. so the article says the truth is, does driving ruin ruin you for walking? Right. Yep. You no, know, it just gets you to your destination that much faster. Sensitive body parts respond to erotic stimulation no matter what the source. Vibrators bring women to orgasm faster than other types of erotic stimulation, but they don't change a woman's ability to respond to anything and everything else. Far from ruining women for sex that does not include them, vibrators actually help women respond to other types of stimulation. Why? Because they enable them to experience their full range of sexual responsiveness, a key reason why so many sex therapists recommend good vibrators. So that was the, that was the six myths about vibrators and this article was re- was written by Michael Castleman. Um, he wrote he has a website called Great Sex after 40. Um, but I think that these these myths, um Apply to 40 and under, 40 and over. if you are having sex, it really benefits you to um, explore the world of vibrating uh, toys and mechanisms in the bed in the bedroom um, just for the sake of everybody's pleasure because the more aroused the woman gets, the more open she is, the more. Um, willing to explore new things she is. When she feels like her pleasure is an important thing, it's not just about him getting his, you better get yours before I get mine type of mentality. Mm -hmm. You have like a a much greater possibility of having absolutely amazing sex with your partner. And it stops... uh, a lot of breakdown in, in a relationship Because when intimacy breaks down In a relationship Typically it means that a lot more is breaking down Right Because um, having a, la- a lack of sex Can make The smallest situation seem Astronomical Because you're not Having that sensual Emotional intimate connection Well you feel
0: disconnected you feel, a bit. Yeah. So yeah
1: I, I definitely agree with that and before we, um, before we go on to talk about um, another article we read about the five biggest misconceptions about sex toys and pleasure, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We hope that you join us back after the jump.
0: Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at FlawlessNoises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With five and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com FlawlessNoises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network. Get to know our sound. And now back to your regularly scheduled programming. All right, all right. Welcome back. Word. I had to we cut back. in. <laughs> yeah, you was ready. You back. You yeah, ready? Yeah. yeah. Uh, So we are going to just take a look at this other article that we uh, took a look at here. It's called The Five Biggest Misconceptions About Sex, Toys, and Pleasure. Um, The first misconception that they have here is, says, anal sex always hurts.
1: So, like, anal sex is a big thing for a lot of people. Either people really love it. Or they refuse to try it at all because they've heard how painful it is the first few times. And I'm going to be honest. It took me doing my own level of research to realize that um, Mm -mm. anal sex should not hurt to the point that you can't do it if you're doing it safely. Right. Right. If you're doing it safely. First things first is that... You don't decide one day you go up and have anal sex, and then y'all just get into it and he put he put his penis in your ass. Um, <laughs> just raw it, like that? In pornos, I guess <laughs> it it seems like that, but in reality, anal sex should really be something that you work into. It's a, something that you should do with the right lube, no no numbing lubes, um, because you need to be able to feel understand. Understand your limits, excuse me. Yeah, if it's too painful,
0: then you should stop. You
1: should stop. That means what y'all are doing is too much at the moment. For, um, you know, I read a uh, remember that article we we read about um, the best types of lubes for the types of situations? Oh, yeah, yeah. And one of the things that it talked about was the natural progression of getting to anal sex, which will be starting with. A, a, you know, a, fin- a tongue, a finger, um, then starting to get into smaller toys, like small, maybe like bees, small anal bees, working yeah. your way up to maybe you know, larger anal bees, a butt plug, kind of like training, so, right? Like, yeah, anal training. <laughs> Holy shit, wait, yeah, <laughs> that was a pun <laughs> you did <laughs> not want to make. I did not mean I, to I, make yeah. that, but. Um, if it should be at a, a steady natural pace that provides pleasure. Um, the thing about, you know, having sex is that typically we've been again, socialized to believe like when we have sex is because a woman is too tight. It's this, that, and the third. When the truth of the matter is that in pleasure with, with good sex, endorphins are released, are released. And when those endorphins are released, It increases the pleasure, the happiness. Muscles Uh, are relaxed. The muscles get relaxed and things like that. Um, So anal sex should not be painful if you're doing it in a healthy manner. Okay? Yeah, don't just jump into it. We (laughs) (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Your
0: ass going to fall off.
1: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) 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 This one says that. (laughs) Sex toys make you go numb and ruin sex for you and your partner. That's a myth that we just read about in the previous article. Mm -hmm. Um, And this one says that I don't know how many times I encountered heterosexual men who were threatened by vibrators. There were always jokes and nervous laughter covering real and present fear that an inanimate object could more efficiently pleasure their partner and make them um, obsolete. Well, the truth is sex toys are yeah. not a threat to you or your Man, partner. let me tell
0: you, it just sounds like less work. That's like when you move in and you get some people to help you and shit.
1: Work. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I think of it. And, you know, again, we like to be transparent with y'all. Uh, uh, but don't not, get too transparent. Not, <laughs> what no. you about to say? <laughs> so, we... Like... Uh, I don't think it's ever been a, a time in our relationship where it was like, put that goddamn vibrator down and just, oh, get, all, so. just get this dick. <laughs> Dude, you, whoa, you need that? My dick ain't enough? Like, that's weirdo shit.
0: It's egotistical and it shows just how insecure you are about yourself and your own performance. It really doesn't have anything to do with the other person. I feel like you put your own fears um, in relationships. Whenever you have relationships, not just sexual relationships, but you put your own fears on the people sometimes. And that is also not healthy right at
1: all. And also, one of the things, and I've read this before too, is like overusing vibrators numbs a woman's clitoris and makes it impossible for her to have orgasms. These are the clitoris is nothing but thousands on thousands of nerve endings. Mm-hmm. okay? If somebody pinches you, over and over again, you're not going to it be numb to like them pinch. pinching you. You're going; it's going to feel like a pinch every time they pinch you. It will feel the same. Okay, so no, a, a vibrator does not numb a woman's clitoris permanently, uh, to the, and she can't experience pleasure without it. Like I mean, that's ridiculous, and stop being ridiculous. Okay, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the that's the name of the show. Stop being ridiculous.
1: That is the name of the show. <laughs> um this one says the sex needs to be a certain way and usually people think a strong vibrator rabbit vibe is the be-all end-all for people with vulvas and that dudes just want to stick their penis in something soft this can't be further from the truth pleasure is deeply unique from one person to another it's informed by our entire lives up until that point The mental and physical stimuli that make us tick come in endless combinations and complication levels. Many people would come in. um, So the woman that wrote this article has worked in the sex industry via retail. So working Mm -hmm. in sex stores for a long time. And she's basically recounting how like the. She gets all of this stuff just from her years working in retail and one of the things is like a lot of people think pleasure should be the same for everyone. Right. Um and that's I mean, as an adult, you should know better, but the as the more I read, the more I research, the more I explore, the more I try to learn, I realize how many adults adults are comfortable in being ignorant and unaware well it's one of those things where
0: like we go back to how times were so different like when just when we were growing up and just back in the days where all this information and stuff like this is taboo yeah right like no one wants to to have these conversations so it leaves us in the dark in, in situations like this where we don't learn what we could be learning uh we don't know what we should be knowing as an adult right they they teach us all of this Math, English, all types of things in school, but no one gives us the tools or the utilities to properly exist with each other, right? Like we don't have a a class on that.
1: Yeah. Um, And then it also talks about how not everybody is stimulated the same, not everybody feels arousal the same. Mm -hmm. And also sometimes it takes trying something more than once for your body to process your brain and your body to process if you enjoy the sensation right like sometimes you gotta go back and try it again and then you could probably be like okay that's okay but i could do without it let's try something else um one of the things and I don't just want to make this all about women, like I said a lot men get a lot of flack for using sex toys um you know the the world has decided if a man is to self pleasure he just just need to you know like he can't jerk get it no like women. a barbarian mm-hmm. and shit just oh you, I nah, got you <laughs> <laughs> that's the noise <laughs>
0: That is not the noise.
1: <laughs> like he just, I don't know, you know who the hell is doing that. <laughs> like he could just only self-pleasure one type of nigga way. He jerking gotta off use, with rocks. He's got to use his hand or something like that. But they make so many types of toys for men to also ex- experience pleasure. I You mean, ever touch a
0: nigga hand before? How rough a nigga hand is?
1: Yeah, your this shit you- is like <laughs> sandpaper.
0: No it is not Don't Don't try Hey don't try to play me <laughs> Don't you, Don't try to play me it up Don't I try to play me that's, that's like sandpaper That's, that's sandpaper
1: Alright
0: uh, That's sandpaper Okay Okay, okay
1: though, First yeah, of nah. all Don't Huh Don't fill me up While we on air <laughs> Nah
0: side. I'm just saying I had to see for a second
1: Yeah okay Well
0: oh. now we see oh, okay We <laughs> see that you was lying that, that That's what elbow, we see <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come here. Let me put my elbow in your ass. Like
1: <laughs> your elbow, mad rough though. I can't get over that. My shit, mad soft. <laughs> it's supple. Anyway, sorry y'all. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm all of I'm all about men trying different toys, different types of pleasure, because even to me, like, um, cause I be digging around. I mean. You know, like I said, I don't like boxing us into one type of one way of being intimate with each other. But I be looking around and searching around and like I noticed like I went to like the fleshlight website and they got all kinda of doodads and shit. They got like a fleshlight, and then they got a warmer stand, warm up and all kinda of shit. That shit looks cool and hey, they fellas, got like, check
0: out check out that website. She gonna have it in the uh
1: in the notes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean and, and even then, they make like a mini flashlight that could be used with a partner. You know, she can use it to help with, you know, oral stimulation and stuff like that. And that shit sounds really cool to me. Like Mike said before, it's like having a helping hand, yeah. but not uh, somebody's actual hand. Yeah,
0: it's like a, it's like it's a, it's it's like a two and a half some.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It ain't like, a threesome. It's like you know what yeah, I mean, it's a two it's and, and a half. Like some. Two and a half some come together to. You know, for a common goal, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, the next one is that pelvic floor exercises are just for after giving birth. Uh We should know better by now, okay? okay. <laughs> let's move we, on. <laughs> let's, let's move on. Like, at this point, um, Kegels, muscle control, all that kind of stuff. That stuff has a purpose, um aside from giving birth and recovering after giving birth but even doing pelvic exercises makes giving birth a little less easier but not only that um it give you that it give you that grip it give you it give you that yank okay you ain't never you ain't never played with nobody in your life when you got that yank okay okay word you know what's up
0: Alright, and uh, um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, <laughs> Damn, ain't no, damn
1: ain't no more Damn, ain't no more Nah, that's one more okay, But we the, still uh, talk
0: about the snapper <laughs> Nah, we talk about something else now uh, The general misconceptions about how vulvas. vulvas and vaginas work Okay, so I'm gonna shut up <laughs>
1: <laughs> you no, know I'm saying this is actually one of the most common misconceptions and it takes so many forms as to be difficult not to generalize. This is the idea that vulvas are mysterious, unknown things, something with only question marks fill in the Wikipedia page to pick, uh, dedicated to the topic. Um, but it says that um, you could fill a whole volume of pop science research about whether or not the G-spot exists. The only really mysterious thing here is that the structure is mostly internal and out of sight and that most scientists studying anatomy have historically been male. Here's a small sampling of some of the most common misconceptions. Mm. Um, The clitoris and the complex internal structure, many liken it to an iceberg. There's more under the surface than what you can see. Is erectile tissue like the tissue which makes up the penis? It engorges with blood when physically aroused, becoming more sensitive and even created something akin to an erection. Huh, so that's the, so it's basically saying like that's not true,
0: yeah, that's what it's saying.
1: Okay, which I never thought that to begin with because, um, never mind, but <laughs> it, any woman who's ever t- maybe touched her clitoris before arousal and during it to me it feels the same um it never like who
0: t- was just hard like
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. um, All right. <laughs> tightness in vaginas is actually a sign of a few different things not being aroused didn't we say that yeah um, anxiety but is this
0: wait is this still a misconception or yeah, is yeah these just... are
1: common misconceptions ok so tightness in vaginas is a, a sign of a few different things not being aroused anxiety fear or fear primarily if you or someone you uh, know experiences frequent pain in response to penetration they may have a medical condition that they should speak to a doctor about that aside tightness is actually a sign that things aren't going right and you should slow down, put a focus on getting the person aroused or relaxed, and even stop the activity altogether. Mm. And uh, use some lubrication. I want to throw that in. Um, that's Now, that is a huge misconception. If she don't get super soaker wet, you know, something wrong with her, or you ain't doing a job. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Women's bodies are crazy and they all
0: react differently at different times you're not gonna
1: the the level (coughs) the level of lubricate natural lubrication that a woman exerts during sex it can vary for many reasons it could be health reasons she could have pcos she could be diabetic Um, she could be stressed out she could be uh, just under the weather in general Cold, flu She could be at certain stages She and, could be exhausted She yeah, could be tired could be like Her certain, body could just be exhausted Yeah, She could be at certain levels certain, um, certain parts of the menstrual cycle And I, I, I hope our listeners know this But I know some of you may not The menstrual cycle and the period Are not one and the same The period is part of the menstrual cycle The menstrual cycle is typically 28 days for most women and the body is doing different things within that 28 days Mm -hmm. so her ability to her her natural lubrication at different points in her menstrual cycle could vary depending on where she is Mm -hmm. she because again our bodies typically want to do what's necessary to get pregnant and carry a child because mm-hmm. hey, that's the whole purpose of our menstrual cycle get, so we could get pregnant and carry a child now what do you think is gonna happen when you ovulate and of course she gonna be wetter than motherfucking wet during ovulation because that's when the egg is releasing that's when her body wants to do everything it can to get pregnant afterwards maybe not so much you know before maybe not so much so we is a a lot of different things can account for why a woman is super wet not as wet what she's going through um and the use of lubrication does not take anything away from you or her in that process it just makes it so that y'all can get to the finish line and it not be painful for the both of you because i imagine i don't i don't have a winky woo i mean i do it's yours but it's mine but it's yours but Wait, what? <laughs> I, don't I, I have, got you. <laughs> but I imagine it's not pleasurable for you to have sex with a woman who is not properly lubricated. I imagine that doesn't feel good to you either. No, nah, I don't think it Yeah, I didn't think it did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then, lastly, most people, some reports claim 70% who have clitorises report that they require clitoral stimulation to orgasm. This can be solo or in conjunction with penetration or or various forms of play. Get creative and remember that clit stimulation can often be a good thing if done right. If you have a clitoris, feel free to experiment with different kinds of stimulation to see what feels right for you. If you are a partner of someone with a clitoris, ask them what feels good. Asking for direction can be part of foreplay and the sexual adventure itself and can add to the experience. I think that's absolutely true. Mm -hmm. It's something about... um, And who wrote this article? Uh, What was... uh, Because we Uh, gave the name for the other article. Uh, Her name is Caitlin, and she is a non-binary queer femme traveling the world, writing and trying to counteract the negative effects of shame, both personally and on a wider social level. Um, So her name is... Let me scroll back up. Uh don't really give her name, but I will put the link to the article in, but we know her name is Caitlin. Um And she did what needed to be done in this article because she addressed a she addressed some of the stigmas and she did it in a way where it wasn't alienating men or women. It wasn't yeah. uh folk it wasn't centered on a certain type of relationship dynamic just that these are the misconceptions that go on in the bedrooms of everyday people and this is how we can combat them so that is i I like I, I, i like toys i'm gonna just be honest with you i like The being able to give direction because it just makes you what's arousing about someone asking does this feel good or how can I please you or I want to try this with you. Are you willing to try it with me is that they are taking you into consideration Mm -hmm. and it's more it's it's an us thing, not a I'm gonna get mine, do what you need to do to get yours. Because that is a lot of people's mentality when it comes to sex. Men and women. And I, let me say this. I don't... I'm, I'm taking the gloves off and I'm not just pointing the finger at men because as much as women would love to believe they are um, sex goddesses, um, a lot of women are not good at sex either. Um, because <laughs> like you said earlier, they don't know their bodies. They don't know what they like. They don't know what they want. Then that in turn keeps them from wanting to know their partner's bodies mm-hmm. and what they like and what gets them off and, and let's be honest the the way the way you suck your ex dick is not the same way your boyfriend or husband now might want his dick sucked and we hear a lot of, of jokes i see a lot of jokes on social media like ooh y'all sucking dick yeah, why would you do that and it's just kind of like uh, clearly i feel like if that's the mentality you have towards sex you probably are not having good sexual experiences. Um, mm-hmm. Or healthy. Or healthy experiences. I want women to be as sex positive about pleasing their partners as they want men to be about <laughs> pleasing them. Wow, wow. Um, and it's not just even wow. about fellatios. Wow. A lot of women, they... Um, just later. Just later. Pillow princess. Pillow princess. Um Bitch and moan, they got to get on top. Um, you know, don't don't give any input about positions that are most comfortable for them or pleasurable for them. I
0: think that's where the uh, the conversation really needs to start. It's yeah. like the communication. Yeah, to, the
1: communication is
0: key. To uh, just get to know which sexual experiences you know your partner has had and what they enjoyed and what they didn't enjoy and a lot of times i think i don't know it could be it could be one of those things where it's, i don't know if it's ego again i know it, guys like some a lot of times you don't really and want I think to
1: hear ego with women too because women have been socialized to believe that as long as you got a pussy Oh, okay. You reign supreme. Yeah. It's pussy power and this and the third, but... I mean, that's true to
0: an extent, but... Yeah,
1: but what good is it if you're not using it in a manner that's bringing pleasure to yourself and your partner, right? right? You just literally have a hole for having a baby at that point and using the bathroom. I just... I really, truly believe men and women should take pride in having healthy, positive, pleasurable sexual experiences... Both alone, by themselves, and And with with their partners, or partners, if you know if that's your lifestyle, whatever the situation is, and it's not just the these niggas can't fuck or no, it's a men and women are so uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They are comfortable keeping sex taboo and not discussing it, Mm -hmm. and just doing it and seeing where the chips may fall.
0: Um, I think that's what part of Part of what's made this series so interesting, too. It's like these are a lot of things that we don't get to talk about no. um, in our everyday lives or just in general, just coming up. We never really got to get a lot of this information. And it's sad that there's not more outlets. Um, to, to kind of convers- have these conversations, conversations yeah, and not be yeah.
1: judged. And, you know, I'm pretty sure some people will hear, you know, some of these episodes and be like, eh, they're nasty. But it's just kind of like, eh, we nasty, but we have a healthy sex life. So, I, you know, then it's because we communicate and we have conversations and we discuss things and we figure out what things we might like to try or what things we see that we're like, oh, okay, this is different. Let's yeah. read up more on this. Let's be knowledgeable about things, and so we could decide, you know,
0: what works for us, what, what yeah. works
1: for us, and what changes and what we want to explore. Um, so yes, we may be very nasty in your eyes for having these conversations on this podcast, but we hope that we are also educating people, challenging people to think differently get outside that box that society has put us in concerning sex, sex positivity, healthy sex habits, um, and go from there. So if, if we have some naysayers, we get it. We understand you're not ready to, um, explore that area, that area out loud. Um, and that's okay. And we don't take it personally. Um, but to, for our listeners that do, you know, value what we're saying we just want to keep encouraging y'all to have healthy interactions with people healthy sexual interactions and have healthy interactions and, with yourself and, and healthy interactions with yourself do not beat yourself up for wanting to try some new sex toys or you know you're not a loser or lonely or a virgin or a weirdo for wanting to have get a fleshlight and no hun you're not, uh, you're not lonely and bitter for wanting to try a, a new rabbit or this, that, and the third. You are normal. You are a sexual being and you deserve to have new experiences with yourself and, self and others. So that's where we're at with that. You got anything uh, else?
0: No, nah, I think that's it. I think that was uh, that was an episode. I'll tell
1: yeah, you. Yeah, I'll tell you what. <laughs> uh, but happy holidays, guys. We will not be back until after the first of the year. Um, if you haven't, please subscribe to the Patreon. Um, $5 gets you a whole lot. Um, and I hope that you guys have great holidays. I hope that you finish 2019 strong, get ready to go into 2020 um, with peace and tranquility. Um, And we will see you guys back after that.